We know Taco Bell's food is great. They've even got a whole new cantina menu with fresh new ingredients. Taco Bell is not just for late night anymore with fresh new ingredients like slow roasted chicken, pico de gallo, purple cabbage, and new avocado verde salsa sauce. Taco Bell is a great destination for your midday fuel. They have amazing menu items like cantina chicken tacos, burritos, and quesadilla. I truly do love Taco Bell. I love a Crunchwrap Supreme. It is one of my favorite things to eat. Ooh, don't wait till it's late. Try the new cantina chicken menu now. Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAIP-owned brands right now, like Cardin, Kaja, Emilia George, and Hey Meave. Plus, you can help support college access and student success when you donate online or round up in-store to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. you date me a podcast where me nicole pyre tries to figure out how i'm still single even though i could have a fresh new weave in and you could push me into a pool and i'd say i love wasting money my guest today (laughs) oh you know him from snl you know him from broad city high maintenance aquafina's nora from queens unbreakable kimmy schmidt um also hosts a podcast called las culturistas oh it's a bow and yang wow (laughs) hi nicole buyer hi 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 how are you i'm okay i am fresh off of and i I truly just think this is um, coincidental and it's such wonderful timing. I just finished um, a 90 Day Fiance before the 90 Days Tell All. Okay. So I, was, I, I, so I was just very excited. And then I was like, oh, I'm talking to Nicole tomorrow. And so uh, uh, this just feels very synergistic. Yeah. Yes, I think it is. That's a good word. Synergistic. I mean, I don't think it's the right word for this. I don't. I don't think there's... Synergy just feels like corporate to me now, I guess. But I I just mean it's like wonderfully, um, what's the word? Oh, my God. Wait, I know it. Fortuitous, perhaps. Yes. Okay. Fortuitous. Another word that's like, uh, maybe I know what it means. Maybe I don't. And who cares (laughs) if either of us do? Uh, Who gives a shit? So, wait. This was before the 90 days. Who were the couples? So, this was, I should say that... um, for the longest time, I have been very intimidated by the entire empire that is 90 yeah. Day Fiance. It's a lot. It's a lot, but I feel like this was the year to kind of to ch- just cherry pick, do your little mm-hmm. your tasting menu. But I remember watching season two as it was as it was airing. So that was the first season with Darcy and Angela, uh, I think. I love love Darcy. Love Darcy. And so then so then I just finished season three. Where it was okay. the second Darcy and Angela season, Darcy and Tom and Angela yes. and Michael's second, like sort of redux. Mm-hmm. And you had, you had Avery and Omar and you had Rebecca and oh, Ziad. Yes, yes, yes. And, mm. um, it's the classic Caesar season. Um, you know, yeah. Caesar is uh, perfect. Uh, Caesar <laughs> is incredible. Caesar meditates before riding his bike to the nail salon. Uh, and if you don't know what we're talking about, you have to get into it. You really do. Day. So, uh, when they're promoting the Discovery Plus app, they're like, the whole 90 Day Fiance universe. And I was like, is this like Marvel now? Well, like, <laughs> can I say that the tell-all was truly mind-blowing for me? I mean, I, it's the only one that I've seen. I, I didn't finish season two. So this season three tell-all, what it felt like an Avengers moment where I was like, oh, they're, inter- <laughs> they're interacting with each other. They're all in the same room. This is crazy. Yeah, I mean, one of my favorite spinoffs from 90 day fiance is the family Chantel people sleep on the family Chantel, but in the second season, 
Pedro, Chantel's husband's mother. Uh, no, yeah. So Pedro's mother chases a man in a park, <laughs> trying to hit him with her purse. And he yells back, what are you doing? You're a good Christian woman. And I was like, you guys don't understand this. This is funnier than what anybody could write in the writer's room. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Wait, what is, can you describe, I don't, I don't know what the family Chantel is. Okay, so Chantel and Pedro, I believe, are season three or four of 90 Day Fiance. They have a very tumultuous relationship. Chantel's family thinks Pedro's family is just fishing to find someone to come to America. Uh-huh. And her her mother, Karen, is a woman who says things like, that really made me upset to the power. And then you're like, what power? What are you talking about? She's got all these little isms that never make any sense. She's like, uh, she's got a victory garden, a koi pond. And she's like, she's iconic in her own way i think everyone named karen is iconic karen from potomac is iconic she do you watch potomac i do watch potomac karen beyond my wildest expectations came out as my favorite this season like i did not care for her in seasons past this season something clicked i think it was when she returned to her farm to her family farm that i was like oh we're getting the origin story and this is Mm -hmm. actually so sympathetic um, that I love her now, and I'm and just the way Giselle got walloped at the reunion. I was like, this is her just desserts. I was like, this is so humiliating. I've never uh-huh. seen someone this humiliated at a reunion. Receipts um, that are her ex husband's not really her boyfriend. Uh, Andy Cohen was like, let's all talk about how we hate Giselle's fashion, and everyone was like, yes, it's bad, and Giselle just had to take it. The cutaways to her just looking fully flabbergasted and just like she's like I don't know she there were moments where you were like oh she doesn't know how to respond to this because, and which you never uh-huh. expect from Giselle she she uh-huh. usually has like some some quippy thing to say but like she really was speechless and it was exquisite well, to watch she spent years years just like getting in on Karen being like is your mm-hmm. fragrance real you don't care to, to look at these right. smells for your fragrance right. and then you know LaDom is thriving I have a bottle do I like it no but I bought it <laughs> You know, so like I gave Karen her money, uh-huh. and then every hue, where's every hue? It's not every everyone's hue. Where's every hue? I mean, I'm a fragrance person, I, and I'm this close to pulling the trigger on Ladam. I, sh- I should just do it, right? Give Karen money um, for my tableau I, of scents. Yeah, yeah. I will say it's not. It's a little heavy. It's, uh-huh. it's a heavy. It's a heavy fragrance <laughs> for a woman who wants to walk in the room and dominate the room. That's Karen. That's yes, Karen, baby. it is. It's Karen in a bottle. Who are some other iconic Karens? Uh, let's see. I mean, just Carpenter. those two for me. Uh, just, yeah, uh huh. Uh-huh. J- truly, just those two. I don't yep. know anyone else named Karen. Karen. Karen from Babysitters Club. Sure. Um, <laughs> I, I I blurted out Karen Carpenter earlier. Another Who's icon. Karen Carpenter? From the Carpenters. Uh, why do birds suddenly appear every time you are near? Yesterday once more. You don't know Karen Carpenter? That's fine. I don't, don't worry think about so. It. That's Wait, okay. It's a song? She's a singer? She's a singer? A songer she, is what I just said. She's a songer. Said. She's a songer. <laughs> she's a songstress. It was, okay. her, it was her and her brother. They were like kind of the white stripes of their time. Okay. Um, where you had like one like silent sibling who didn't sing and then the mm-hmm. other one was the vocalist. Um, but... She, she there there are books that are written about her as being like the like east asian immigrant i mean people in asia love her mm-hmm. because she she like popped off around the time when like nixon reached out to china and like uh, uh western culture started to seep into like east asia mm, I so see, people I see. love karen carpenter is this interesting i can't tell anyway. i don't know i'm <laughs> i'm interested i'm learning about karen carpenter i'll never say who's that again mm-hmm. uh <laughs> uh here's a question on snl yep. you guys do a lot of like political stuff is it depressing <laughs> to keep up with politics i at this point i i i i, I just fully I don't know if dissociates the right word I just don't really pay attention to what's going on with cold open stuff if, if in terms mm-hmm. of like political stuff being um kind of cordoned off into the cold open I'm like great I don't have to I usually am not in them mm-hmm. I'm like I don't have to worry about this so okay. Yeah, it's depressing. I mean, it's just, (laughs) it's depressing in the same way that it's depressing for anybody who's like, who has to like, who doesn't have passive income and has to work right Mm -hmm. now. 
that's it. That that's it. I, I don't. There's not anything that remarkable on my end that I'm like, this is a different experience and it's unique and it's only me who's experiencing this. Mm-hmm. I feel like everyone's in that place, unfortunately. Yeah, I had shit to do the day of the attempted coup. Right. And all of it got canceled. And at first I was like, why is it getting canceled? And I was like, oh yeah, like we would all just be somewhere else. <laughs> Being like, uh, is America still America? It's like better, you know, just watch it unfold. Uh, like Matt and I had to do this like zoomy thing um, on the day of the coup of the insurrection and we were just like this this doesn't feel right but mm-hmm. it has to happen in a way like they didn't cancel I'm glad that your people canceled on your stuff yeah everything that day was canceled the only thing I did was uh, why won't you date me which was the oh, like, you had your live, live show episode. you had your live yeah <laughs> but it was it was so late it was like they're gone. The coup <laughs> wasn't it wasn't you know fruitful. Uh, uh-huh, you uh-huh. know maybe we can tee again. But man, that day. It seems, but it's what, what's what's kind of whiplashy to me is that like like there were there were some like TikTok comedians I remember on that day who like were posting content before the Capitol had been secured again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like as these people were milling around, <laughs> like switching flags out, like there were some TikTok people like making little jokey videos about these white supremacists and people were like, what the hell are you doing? Stop mm-hmm. this now. And, but then I was just like, okay, like I guess that's the right instinct. But then not more than 24 hours later, like people were back to like, cracking jokes and cracking wise and i'm like uh-huh. oh what what is the turnover like what is like the the window to like make it okay again because i yeah that's a good question i truly don't know it's like there's yeah yeah the phrase too soon does not apply anymore no and you know like i i read this the 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 first time too soon was uttered about september 11th was mm-hmm. when gilbert was when gilbert gottfried did a show like september 20th of 2001 mm-hmm. And he made, I, I, it doesn't matter what the joke is, I don't remember it, but someone in the audience yelled, too soon. And I think that's the first, like, documented mm. instance of someone saying that about wow. a joke. And, like, that's, like, nine days later. Yes. And- <laughs> now, truly, it's just, like, I can't remember what comic it was, but they had made a joke about, it was a joke about the... Oh God, the press conference that was at the Four Seasons Total Landscaping. Yeah, yeah, and it was yeah. like for they like uh, appropriated that to like fit a joke for today. And I was like, not too soon. That was that was years ago, uh-huh, man. Uh-huh, like uh-huh, you can't uh-huh. bring that back in the picture. We've all moved on. Right. If anything, the move the, the news moves so fucking fast that it's like nothing is topical because it's all it's done. It's gone. Goodbye. But are, like, aren't we? Isn't it crazy how we're just buried? I mean, we're not we're not saying anything like sociologically new, but it's like, isn't it crazy how we're like burying these unprecedented? I'm so sorry to say that word, but are, it's crazy <laughs> that we're burying all this shit within like a 12 hour window where we're just like, okay, we're yeah. moving on. Yeah, feel, it's it fucking like wild. I don't know. It's I feel wild almost every day that I wake up, and I'm like, we're still inside. <laughs> yeah. And then <laughs> there's other people who are not inside, and they having so much fun. And I go, am I stupid? And then <laughs> it's just this really fun circle that just keeps going. Where would you be right now if? I mean, <laughs> I'd be. <laughs> If it were normal times, hopefully just getting back in the country from like a New Year's vacation, uh, yeah. me and a friend, we like to go out of the country for New Year's because it's just like fun to see how other countries celebrate it. Yeah. Um, last year, going into 2020, I was in Italy, which was so, Ooh. so beautiful. Come on. Rome, baby. Oh, you like Rome? Rome, like I've only been to Rome in Italy and I, I feel like it, I feel I've been told it's the worst place to be. Out of really? all of Italy, because it's because it's like pure tourist, like phantasmagoria of of oh. of, of, of tourist shit. But Maybe. I I don't mind it. I liked it. I've also never been anywhere else in Italy. We did drive, I think, like two hours north of Italy to like truly like farmland mm-hmm. to go to this castle where we got to eat this stunning dinner. Great. My friend Matteo knows someone who literally lives in a castle, and it was. <laughs> 
very fun. But I want to uh, go to like the south of France. I really want to like explore more of Europe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, agreed. I haven't done. I, I I'm not like. I did not like study abroad or anything. Like I didn't have mm-hmm. that critical period where you're supposed to like go to Cinque Terre and like buy <laughs> shot glasses. You know, I didn't do that. Yeah, I didn't do that either. I went to pretend college where <laughs> studying abroad wasn't an option. Yes. Uh, it was like, learn these lines, hit your mark, and you'll graduate <laughs> with no degree in two years. <laughs> and I was like, coming right up, I'll learn all the lines. <laughs> perfect, perfect. Um, oh, wait, sorry, hold on one second. I, I, are you guys picking up these little pings i'm gonna turn turn on do not disturb i'm sorry okay i didn't hear not one little ping i heard nothing well in any case we won't hear them again text messages i know i'm getting emails it's not even that exciting anyway i love text (laughs) an email is something i get to ignore and i've truly been ignoring a lot of emails and that doesn't like fill you with anxiety up to a certain point, or are you like no, past that? I'm you're so you're sorry. The hell? No, I, I love that. I'm so jealous. I will get back to you when I get back to you. Uh, you know, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm jealous. I'm jealous of my friend Julio Torres has this. Has I think I think like even has you beat in terms of like he doesn't know any email that comes through he has to (laughs) he checks in with his manager's assistant to like know what the passwords to his accounts are i'm like damn i want to be that so badly i mean i'm trying so the end of last year i was like let's disconnect a little let's not you Mm -hmm. don't have to answer every email um some are more important than others but they'll just get the answer when they get the answer yeah there is no rush what are we all doing truly nothing yeah yeah but then that but then that like uh in their minds like opens up this this reasoning where they're like well then she should respond or like like, Mm -hmm. he should respond because they're because like what else are they doing I, I hate to tell you, but I'm watching TV and uh, <laughs> trying to not go crazy. Mm-hmm, and I'm mm-hmm. farming. I have my plants where I <laughs> I call it farming. But truly, my harvest yes. is like three tomatoes every couple of days. Cherry tomatoes, not even big ones that I can like make a dinner with. No, but that's huge. Like, I, I, I want I want that so badly for Thank myself. You. My friend Meatball came over. Meatball's a drag queen. She's mm-hmm. very funny. Um, she came over and brought me coffee cake. And I was like, ooh, I'll give you tomatoes. And <laughs> in my like in my brain, I was like, yes, I'm going to give Meatball and her boyfriend each a cherry tomato. <laughs> but when they heard they're getting tomatoes, they were like, oh, wow, we're going to get like a, ba- like a, Mealy, a bowl full of yeah. tomatoes. And they, they really masked their like... <laughs> Surprise! While they're like, "Ooh, thank you." And then later, people's like, "I can't believe you gave me one cherry tomato and Michael one cherry tomato." But guess what? That's the farm I'm running. You get one That's cherry the farm. tomato. You get one little one little nugget. Um, people have said. I think Meatball tweeted once that someone yelled at her from the street or from a car. Bowen Yang. And she was like, no, 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 no. But I think like my my doppelganger is Meatball. That I mean, she's also my doppelganger. She did a show once where they used my picture as the poster for her. But to be fair, I was in Trixie makeup, so I did look like Meatball. And Sure. But yeah, she does have the Trixie makeup a little bit. Yeah. A little bit. Uh, It's just like the big eyes. And that's truly about it. Uh, but you Perfect. could do a little bit of research, and that's th- and realize, oh, this is a full, this is a woman, <laughs> this, is, this is a person who I did, this is not a drag queen. Had that photo been used in other contexts, or was it just like people? No, seeing- it was just for Trixie's makeup line, and Great. that's it. I guess it's floating on the internet, and people are like meatball. It's wild. <laughs> it's. I wish people did this. I, I wonder if it happens to white people. Where, like, they get the uh-huh. wrong name shouted at them? Uh, yeah, it must. It must. I mean, there was a period for, like, I no, it still honestly still happens. It hasn't happened in person, but there was a period of, in time for about three years when Joel, Kim Booster, and I were both in <laughs> New York that 
someone would be like, I loved your set on, I loved your Comedy Central half hour. And I was like, not me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or, people, or people would go up to Joel and be like, I loved your sketch in that sketch group. And he'd be like, not me. Like, I, I'm sure it happens to white people all the time, though. I think on, on some level, I'm like, that's racist. But then on another mm-hmm. level, I'm like, maybe it is just a thing where human beings look like other human beings. And if meatballs getting confused for me, I feel like that mwah, beautiful, yeah. like <laughs> there's no race involved. It's just like we have <laughs> wide faces uh-huh. and maybe, maybe she was wearing glasses that day. I don't know. Yeah. I, I get, I used to get confused for Natasha Rothwell, still mm-hmm. get confused for Dulce Sloan. People would be like, I love you on the daily show. I'd be like, I'm God. not on the daily show. Uh, people confuse me and Michelle Buteau all the time no no and way. i was like we are fully different like yes <laughs> she's taller than me she's lighter than like her titties are bigger than me. i was like we are so different yeah. yeah but uh she just sent me a text where someone was like oh my god she what did she post it was something about uh the circle this show she hosts on netflix uh-huh. and they're like this and why won't you date me how do you do it all uh, <laughs> god uh, it made me laugh so hard Oh, what a treat. People are just truly the wildest. It's just the like, take wildest. a second. And then you can also ask. You could be like, I'm. are you the person who does X, Y, and Z? And then I could go, oh, no, 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 that's my friend. As opposed to just being like, you do this. Yes. It's the it's the leap to the assumption or to the. Yes. Yeah. 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 That's mm-hmm. what gets me. I have a question. Are you dating in quarantine? Are you single? I'm single. I I feel like I have a very Nicole Byer dating narrative where, yeah, just single my whole life. You've never had a significant other? Never had anything longer than four months. Yep, four. we are I held up in. Five, I held up five <laughs> fingers. <laughs> yeah, uh, one, two, three, four, four months. Seven uh, yeah. months. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Same boat. It's, I mean, over time I realized that it's, or whenever I'm getting anxious about it, I'm like, it's more common than it seems. I, I my, my the the story I keep telling myself is I'm the only person who is who who has this sort of um mm-hmm. like blank uh just I've I've just been I've just blanked my whole life in terms of dating. But like, I mean, me and Ego Wodum talk about this all the time at work. And then one time, my first season as a writer, her her first season as a cast member, we were in uh, her office together, and then on Tuesday night when the host would normally come to meet you, Sandler came and then we were both like somehow talking. Sandler was asking us personal questions like, do you, oh, so do you guys have boyfriends or girlfriends? And mm-hmm. we were just like, no, we've both been single our whole lives and it's actually giving us a lot of like, <laughs> it's just it just freaks us out. And he was mm-hmm. just like, oh, don't worry about it. That just means you won't have baggage when you meet the person that is right for you. I'm like, oh. Oh. That's, that's like, like decent advice. Or, yeah. you know. <laughs> That's like, truly a nice way to think about it. So he was he was so nice about it, and we were, and then and then he left, and Ego and I were like, oh my god, like he just like kind of gave us some sagely bit about mm-hmm. like not worrying about it. But we're still, Do, meanwhile, we're still like you know anxious. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, don't be sorry. I get anxious too, and it's just like you can't not because that's the way society's set up. It's yeah. like by a certain age, you should, you know, have done these milestones and it's like, Oh, I've done other milestones, but just like nothing to do with love or relationships. <sighs> yeah. But and then it's wild to me that you have been single. I think you're a catch. I think Ego's uh, a fucking catch. Like both of you together. Oh my God. It's wild to me that like anybody just in terms of like, if you think about anybody's, breadth of experience by the time they hit let's say 27 i'm 30 but i'm saying like mm-hmm. by the time they hit 27 it's like no one no one wanted to like hang out with you for like a year at least <laughs> uh-huh. i don't know i don't know that that's what blows my mind is i'm like i've i'm out there like we've, we we put ourselves out there anytime someone mm-hmm. says that to me i'm like i don't think that's the right yeah. thing to say whenever people say just put yourself out there i'm like what do you want me to do be naked <laughs> on the freeway like yeah. how much more do you need me out like i am out in these fucking streets trying to yeah. get it done yeah yeah and every time a dude breaks up with me because usually it's them who break up with me mm-hmm. i'm like but i'm the most interesting person you've yep. ever met <laughs> and i know that because the way you've looked at me sometimes <gasps> you're incredulous that i've done you know whatever i've done and you're like i Wow. Like I'm uh-huh, I'm I'm uh-huh. great. Why do you want to be with someone who's like boring and basic? 
can I ask you when you were first of all, you were one of the last in person guests we had on Lost Culture East Us. <gasps> really? Which I which I cherish. Well, you were our first guest on our new network, which was also which was also great. But then at the time, and you don't have to answer this if you don't want to, but at mm-hmm. the time we like we like asked you if you were seeing someone and you were very classily like, I don't want to say too much because I don't want to like yeah, I didn't want to jinx it, but guess what, baby? It's done. <laughs> no. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, we like it was good until it wasn't. It, yeah. I ruined it. I was like, mm, so like, what are you looking for? And uh, I've said it a hundred times. I'll say it again. I'll die before I tell a man how I feel. I'll die before I ask him any sort of question <laughs> that pertains to what we're doing, and. I'm going to like just live in the moment. And if he wants to tell me that he wants more then that's fine with me. Or if I'm not feeling it and I want to know something more, I'll just break up with him. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> what I, I've had that exact thing happen to me where I, it, it immediately ended as soon as I was like, so maybe we don't see other people, which I like, it uh-huh. makes sense that it would like take a turn, but like I, it, something there's some like cognitive fallacy or whatever in in the way that some guys are like let me just keep having sex with this person Mm -hmm. twice a week for four months and not think long term medium term about this at all yes that's yeah, because it's it's all it is. It's medium term. It's just like, yes. can we do this for a couple more months? I'm not asking for your hand in marriage. No. I'm not asking you to fucking move in with me and like take an oath that you'll die for me. Just uh-huh. like lo- let's lock down six months where we do this. <sighs> but that freaks fucking people out. And my therapist was like, Nicole, that's the wrong way to do that. You want to <laughs> tell people how you feel so like you can get out earlier. And I was like, what if I don't want to get out earlier? No. What if I'm okay fucking somebody <laughs> and wanting more, not expressing that I want more, and yeah. maybe it turns into more, and maybe it fucking doesn't. I don't know. Hmm. I just... Um, I'm ready to get back out there. I'm ready to fuck again. Uh, I'm ready to uh, detach my feelings from people. Uh, I'm ready to have more issues. <laughs> That's <I'm> good. <laughs> That's really good. But I, Thank I you. feel like I've, I feel like I've, I, I, I sort of biffed it overall with the winter, New York especially, where I'm like, I didn't, I didn't like. I didn't sort of, um, you know, get my like second lockdown pal mm-hmm. in on time, you know? Yeah. Is that, is that, is that a thing in LA? Do, do you think that, do you think that's a thing in LA or no? I think it is a thing in LA. I certainly don't know anything about it. I just, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think it's called cuffing season. Yeah. Um, yeah. and I never really get anyone for cuffing season. I, the relationships I have are very like arbitrary. Like they just yes. come whenever they come and yep. then they they're all they're all fleeting that's the one thing they have in common mm-hmm. um but also i mean me personally i'm not like dating very seriously right now until yeah. there's like a vaccine just cuz i'm like what if he lies what if he's like yeah I've, i'm negative or whatever and then la has like apparently like our tests are faulty they're not good and they the give you false negatives yeah. yeah yeah so it's like we're both negative on these fucking tests that give you false negatives we fuck we give each other fucking corona and then like mm-hmm. i go to work and give someone corona and it's just it's too many variables yeah and i <sighs> i was talking to a guy last night and he was like i was like how's your week and he was like it's good got my first dose of the vaccine i was like congrats uh-huh. and then we got to talking and he was and, and and then the conversation sort of uh uh goes into like what brings you on the app and he's just like oh you know the occasional it's itch to scratch but nothing crazy um and i at this point what's uh, probably not good public health wise i'm like if if we've both tested negative within the last three days and we have not seen other people in the last 10 I, I have no problem hooking up with someone mm-hmm. and I've done it a couple times in the last you know, <sighs> year whatever so but then this guy was like yeah but you know I just want to be COVID safe and I'm like well in three weeks when you get your second dose you don't have to worry about that <laughs> so he was so I don't know he was still being like a little a little too cautious a little too cautious when I'm like you're fine like you'll still wear a mask like yeah society's not going to go back to normal but you can at least go out there and like 
not worry about getting it for a while. Yeah, if I had the vaccine, I would be a fucking whore. I'd be like, I don't give a shit. You don't even have to wear a condom. Dump in my (laughs) fucking asshole. I do not care. I can't. Owen, I'm going to be such a whore. I can't wait. Like, my hole is ready. She Mm -hmm. is tightened up. It has Mm -hmm. been a minute. (laughs) But anytime I make, like, some proclamation myself that I'm going to be, like, slutty, it Mm -hmm. never... if for, in my in my experience, it never pans out that way. So, well, in LA, it really hasn't panned. No, that's a lie. I had like a real slutty year where I was uh-huh. just like, I'm gonna fuck everything, and I did. <laughs> and then it calmed down because I was working more. But I don't know. I plan to be in New York for like an extended amount of time working on my hour because it's been almost a year since I've <laughs> done an hour. Yes, yes. So. When I'm in New York, she's going to be a slut. She's going <laughs> to fuck everything. Oh, wait. For straight people, for women, for straight women, what mm-hmm. is what is the L.A. New York d- d- distinction in terms of, like, hooking up with people? Oh, my God. It's so much easier to hook up with people in New York. Great. Because there's no cars involved. Yeah. You just, like, take a cab to someone's house or the mm-hmm. train. But, like, let's get real a cab. Yeah. And you just, like, leave. It's, it's just easier. Perfect. In L.A., okay. it's like, okay, so I'm going to drive. Oh, my God. There's no parking. Okay. <laughs> I guess I'll circle for a little bit. Yeah. And there's been... There's one or two times where I circled and I was like, if I do not find a space in the next 30 seconds, I am texting this person and telling them I have to go home because I ain't walking for mediocre dick. It's got to be convenient. Okay. I want a space right in front of your building. Thank you so much. Yes. Yes. If it were, uh, if it were like exceptional dick, then you would have. Walked oh, if it was exceptional blocks. dick, of course I'd walk for it. Great. If it great. was a dick that I knew, a dick that I loved, I would say, mm-hmm. okay. In that case, I would park my car somewhere else, take mm-hmm. an Uber to the house, yeah. and then take an Uber or a Lyft back to the car. Yes. I will I will make uh, the C part for some good dick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Uh real quick, Bowen, we have to take a break. Today and every day, Planned Parenthood is committed to ensuring that everyone has the information and resources they need to make their own decisions about their bodies, including abortion care. Lawmakers who oppose abortion are attacking Planned Parenthood, which means affordable, high-quality, basic health care for more than 2 million people is at stake. The right to control your body and get the health care everyone needs has been stolen. And now politicians in nearly every state have introduced bills that would block people from getting the sexual and reproductive care they need. Planned Parenthood believes everyone deserves health care. It's a human right. And that's why they fight every day to push for common sense policies that protect your right to control your own body and against policies that interfere with decisions between patients and their doctors. Planned Parenthood needs your support now more than ever. With supporters like you, you can help reclaim your rights and protect and expand access to abortion care. Visit PlannedParenthood.org future. That's PlannedParenthood.org future. Warning, things are about to get intense. Like when you stare into the eyes of someone that you really like for a full minute straight without blinking. Intense, intense heat, lasting plump from the hot new lifter plump from Maybelline, New York. Formulated with chili pepper, lifter plump delivers a heated sensation for an instant lip plumping effect that lasts available in eight sizzling shades honestly my favorite is hot honey and coco zing i put it on my lips and honestly it did sizzle them it sizzled them right to the moon they were plump and juicy and everyone was like nicole can i and i'm like get in line can you take the heat find your shade at maybelline.com or a retailer near you Amazon shoppers get 10% off Lifter Plump purchase with code 10PLUMP for a limited time. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. 
you know, there's always something that I really need to talk about. And thank God I have a podcast. But then there's stuff that I don't want to reveal publicly. So I talked to a therapist. And listen, we all carry around different stressors big and small, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get stuff off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional cost. And I gotta say, that's very important because the first person you meet might not be good for you. So... Even though it's work, you got to work to find someone who like is helpful and is good for you. So don't stick with someone just because you feel like you have to. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash date me today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash date me. Okay. Hey, did you know one in five Americans have learn a new language on their bucket list? If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste time on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned out in the real world. Babbel made it super easy for me to brush up on my Spanish before my vacation to Mexico. See how I said that? It's, it's better, and it sounds like I speak Spanish. It just makes traveling better, so you can like order food, ask for directions, and flirt with the locals. Me encanta, muchacho! <laughs> without having to consult language apps while on vacation. Here's a special limited time deal for my listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for my listeners at babbel.com slash date me. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash date me. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash date me. Rules and restrictions may apply. And we back. Uh, so on the apps, do you get recognized a lot? this is the weird thing that I've that I don't know how to even talk about with my friends I'm like because overall okay just to answer your question yes but then <laughs> but then like the but then I never am able to read between the lines where, where if, if someone's like and I want to and I'm attracted to you and I would have sex with you because mm -hmm. people will say, oh, my God, great work recently. And I'll be like, mm -hmm. thank you. And I'll, I'll usually reply and be like, thanks. That's so nice. You went out of your way to say to give me a compliment. That's that's objectively on its surface. Nice. But then I never am able to tell mm -hmm. if they want to want to fuck. That's it. That, 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 that's just basically what it is. It is hard because sometimes people will be like, I think you're so funny. And I'm like, thank you. And then I'm like, should I say something else? Yes. Or is it on you now to say something else? It's it's hard. And I think the general like thing around like being recognized on the apps that I've that like, you know, a few other friends will say to me is they'll be like, and it really turns me off if someone's like, I know your work. And I'm like. I can't, I don't think I'm there yet to like to like blanket say like it mm -hmm. it's it, I shut it down immediately when they say that because sometimes I'm like oh but wait you happen to also be attractive to me mm -hmm. um so I don't know so sometimes I'm like I like it it's a way for it, I don't have to like kind of like pitch myself to them I don't yeah. have to do that part because if they know who I am but I'm like great I don't have to do the work in terms of like you knowing my deal but then. But then sometimes it like leads to like these really like terrible conversations where it goes nowhere and they're just like, so what's it like to like work with this person? I'm like, no, you can't, you can't do that <laughs> on the apps or off. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it is weird because it's like when you find out someone's say a lawyer, you're not like, what's it like to, to yeah. fucking, uh, I don't know. I couldn't even uh -huh. think of one thing that a lawyer does. <laughs> uh, what's it, what's it like to have a defendant? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Nicole, perfect. Uh, you should play a lawyer. Getting dumber <laughs> as the days go on. Where I, yeah, I don't know. I feel like I have four holes in my brain, one for each time I've done acid, and I just, I, I don't know. I, I think I'm, I'm stupid. I've been lobotomized. Yeah, that's how I feel. I do. I haven't done acid in forever. I, I, I love it. I like acid too. I also really like mushrooms. I need to do mushrooms. I, I, for whatever reason, this, I don't know if this says anything about me. I'm more into the synthetic experience of like, oh, this is acid. It was made in a lab. Whereas a m- mushroom is like, this is nature's way of like letting you have a good time. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. I, I didn't even think of it like that. I just like drugs. I like, uh, <laughs> the first time I did acid was in a club. Maybe I've told this story on the podcast. Who knows? I've done so many episodes and I haven't left my house in so long and haven't had any new experiences. <laughs> so I <laughs> was in this club downtown. It was this Bulgarian dance bar that just moved locations and you had to be in the know to <laughs> know where it was going. And it was always yes. on like the lower East side or whatever. And I went with my, I think four friends and this man, right. He was standing in front of the bathroom and he was like, here, take this. And I said, okay. (laughs) And I took it and I was like, yeah, and we were dancing. And then all of a sudden the club started burning and I was like, "Hmm, looks like it's on fire. (laughs) Then I told my friend, Desi, I was like, Des, this whole club is burning, but I think it's okay. And she was like, what did you take? And I was like, something from the man in the bathroom. And then my friend Julio had already taken something from the man in the bathroom. I guess he was just like handing out drugs and it ended up being ecstasy and acid. Oh my God. And I had a great time. Julio did not have a good time. Uh, he was upset that the club was burning. We were like having the same trip, but he was like mad about everything. And I was just like, it's okay with me. And that was the first time I took acid and I had a great fucking time. I think about that day fondly. Wow. I'm glad you enjoyed it because it could have gone, you could have had the Julio experience. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Where he truly was like so upset about it. Right. I mean, good on you for doing acid for the first time in in an indoor space and <laughs> with other people, with strangers with around you. With a ton of strangers. <laughs> that, that, that is, I, I would say that's not optimal, but I, the fact that you're able to survive that and no, enjoy it is a huge I deal. I would not be able to do it now. Uh, <laughs> now, no, give me like a small group of friends renting a house somewhere and I'll do all the drugs, but like not out, not out and about. No, 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 no way, no way, no way. Mm-mm, mm-mm. I mean, God, wait, wait, this is a weird question. When you do, sh- when you do shrooms, even do you look at yourself in the mirror and are you like, cause there's, cause Joel Kim Booster has this experience when he's on psychedelics, he he'll look at himself in the mirror and be like, I look crazy. Mm-hmm. Whereas I'll look at myself in the mirror and be like, I look incredible. I usually will look at myself in the mirror and be like, I am so pretty. Yeah. I am so stunning. And I'll like stay there and stare at myself. I, it might just be because like deep down I might have a little bit of body dysmorphia, but it sure. plays the opposite way where I go, I'm so thin until I try to fit into a tiny space. And I'm like, I'm bigger than what I thought. <laughs> so like and the I, drug takes, yeah. So the drug brings that out uh-huh. in a way. Yeah. 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 Perfect. Yeah, so what were you going to say? What were you gonna say? Oh, nothing. The, just that I, I'm beautiful and I think I'm so pretty. And I don't know. Anytime I look in the mirror, I'm like, oh, yeah. Uh-huh. But then sometimes I will look in the mirror and be like, ew. <laughs> and then I'll just put on some makeup and be like, yeah. <laughs> what am, I just love making noises at myself. Perfect. Perfect. What are you like on drugs? I I am just... And I think this just reflects my vibe overall, even when I'm not on drugs, which is I just hang back. I'm not like I'm not that rowdy or I'm not that like like Matt Ronders will be like fully kaleidoscopically just like allowed and he's like and and stuff flows out of him like magic. He'll just like write song. He'll make up songs and he'll like dance and he'll like play these characters and I'm like that's incredible I'm so jealous but Mm -hmm. I am okay with my own frequency being like I'm just gonna sit and like watch music videos I don't don't know I Mm -hmm. I, I'm I'm pretty just passive which yeah is, is good I think I'm like that too I can't I'm not like 
I am funny on drugs, but like not funny enough to be like, this is something I can use again. <laughs> <laughs> like I created something really amazing. Uh, and I, I think that's for the best for, for both of us probably. Cause otherwise I would just use drugs yeah. as a crutch, you know? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's like um, when I perform back in the day when yeah. we were allowed to perform in front of the people. Um, I would limit myself to two drinks because mm-hmm. if I had more than two drinks and then got on stage, it would be loose. <laughs> <laughs> and that's bad? And that's bad? A little because okay. you get a little too loose. You start doing crowd work and then you're like, I have no idea where I was. <laughs> Um, I, we're going to have to like sit here while I figure out where I am in my act. And yes. you're like, oh, okay. Then you like start in again, but you're like, but what about this thought? So I think it just uh, <laughs> exasperates having ADD to just sure. like a degree where it's like this, people paid to see a show. <laughs> Not a, a dizzy woman trying to figure out her shit. Oh, but there's a place for that. There's always a place for that. But I get it. I get mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. Like I... I will never do, I will never perform on drugs. I just can't, I just can't do it. I did one show stoned, but it was like a show where everyone was stoned and it was fine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and then I did a meet and greet in Denver, <laughs> super high. So like, <laughs> it was I can't, like my feature was like, do you want to smoke before you do your meet and greet? And I was like, sure. And uh. then <laughs> I did it. <laughs> so hard to talk to people they were like oh my god i loved your show and i was like and i love you <laughs> and then i like couldn't stop giggling and then i was like oh i guess they all know that i'm high and maybe they shouldn't be because they paid for this meet and greet so then i was just in my head the whole time no 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 being as, as, as someone who's from denver i think and as someone who's gone back to perform there mm-hmm. and, 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 and just sit like meet people, I think they are just excited that you're there. And they also understand that you might be in the touristy way stoned and mm-hmm. that the altitude is having an effect on it. Maybe so that you're just like, Oh, okay. Nicole's just being, Nicole's just, just on drugs and that's okay. We're, <laughs> we're just excited to see her. Was this a comedy works? Where was this? It was a comedy works, which is one of my favorite fucking so clubs. It's so great. I think <sighs> Chappelle loves it too. That's like one of Chappelle's favorite venues. Yeah. I think he, yeah. he goes there to like work out his material, but like, I don't know if it is the altitude, but the <laughs> audiences are so, they're great voracious they're awesome and they're they're just like there they're with you i like i had a heckler one of my shows she was a lady in a wig and a boa and she was (laughs) she was having a great time and i can't remember what she said but like we worked it out to where i was like will you be quiet for like the rest of this and she was like no and then said a couple more things and i was like okay how about now and she was like yes and then she was and And I was like, so you just like needed to get that out? She was like, uh huh. It was, well, it's, I, I think I did like six shows there and it was six of the most fun shows I had done in a long time. That sounds perfect. That sounds about right too. Like just Denver crowds are, they're just, they, 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 they will act out up to a certain point and then they will self regulate immediately. Yeah, I loved it. <laughs> it was, it was perfect. Um, and then where else? I like Portland. Portland is a lot of fun. I like Portland. Uh, Austin. I fucking love Austin. Well, can I ask you? Because yeah. I had I had one solid year of touring. It was definitely not to the to the same extent as like a lot of stand ups. But like Matt and I took the podcast mm-hmm. uh, across many cities one year a couple of years ago. And I didn't I didn't really I didn't really take advantage of it. But like I I did enjoy like flirting even just flirting with people from from like yes. the city um what's what, what's your like what is your overall like mode when in you're somewhere the else? beginning of touring i would like go out find a fun bar be at that bar see if i could pick somebody up and mm-hmm. then it got to a point where or like i'd go to a gay bar and have like the time of my life and then i realized I, where was i I think it was like Springfield. I don't know. It was somewhere in the middle. Uh, I went to this gay bar and then a bunch of people recognized me. And at one point uh-huh. I was dancing and I was like, oh my God, I'm like fucking hammered. I think uh-huh. I had done like ecstasy too. And uh-huh. I was like sweating. And I was like, what if someone like took a picture of me and this ended up somewhere? So I was like, 
maybe I don't do this anymore. Uh-huh, I, uh-huh. Not that I'd be like ashamed of it, but it's like being messy is not for the whole world to see. No. Uh, just for select friends. Sure. Has that, I, I'm wondering, I genuinely am wondering this. Has any of that changed on a societal level since COVID where like all we're doing is taking like sexy pictures at home and like putting them on close friends maybe? I don't know. Like I am, my threshold for like, me being nervous about looking bad or deranged or messy is like maybe a little bit higher. I don't, does Mm. that make sense? Yeah. I, I like to be able to control how messy I look. I'm okay looking messy. I'm okay being like a part, like a friend filming me being, you know, a little sloppy. That's different to me than like a stranger. I don't know posting. So like, Uh I was, I can't remember where I was, but, oh, Nashville. I have a friend named, uh, in Nashville who I met on Twitter, came to my show, was like, would you like to go to a bar? My boyfriend's the bartender. And I was like, wow, you seem nice and normal. Turns out he's (laughs) nice and normal. He's really cool. I love him. Uh, but we were like (laughs) doing fun things in a bathroom and, (laughs) (laughs) and maybe I shouldn't say his name. Marissa, will you bleep that with a, (laughs) you got it. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) We were doing drugs in the bathroom, and then uh-huh. uh, someone I didn't know was like taking pictures with me. And then no, 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 recently, no, no. they posted those pictures and tagged me, and I was like, "Yeah, I can't be doing this with strangers because I don't yeah. need a million, you know, pictures of me doing, you know, things floating around." Right. Right. Okay. That makes total sense. I feel dumb even asking the question. The reason I asked was because I was listening to your episode with Matt, and you guys were talking about. Uh, like filming filming yourself having sex with someone, but like if it ever leaked, like it would be the end of the world maybe. But like I'm feeling, I, I think that maybe like with like OnlyFans popping off since mm-hmm. pandemic, I feel like maybe people don't give as much of a shit, but, I, but maybe that's not, but that's not well, fair. Like that's, that's, that's purely a personal comfort thing. Absolutely. With sex, I'm okay. If, if a sex tape of mine leaked, I think I'd be fine with it. Yeah. Because especially if I was like doing a great job, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like, you know, someone sees and they're like, wow, she's a real workhorse in the bedroom. Yeah, yeah. You know, maybe I want that. <laughs> <laughs> would you Absolutely. ever start at OnlyFans? I haven't. I would be lying if I said I didn't think about it, but mm-hmm. I, I would immediately get a talking to at work. And they, they'd be like, you cannot do this. They won't well, even maybe. let us do like, they won't even let us do cameo, you know? Like, really? Like, sometimes I'm, sometimes like beginning of the pandemic, I was like, I like emailed the publicist at, at NBC. I was like, can I do like cameos for charity maybe to like help mm-hmm. out like restaurants and stuff? And they were like, mm, no. And I was like, okay, all right, I get it. Um, which is, I, I understand. Um, mm-hmm. But Anyway, no, I, I I couldn't start an OnlyFans until after I leave SNL. <laughs> well, I mean, sometimes I think about it. One of my favorite people on OnlyFans, I've been <laughs> trying to get her to do this podcast. Uh, she's a very busy lady, but she posted how many followers she had. Uh-huh. And then I knew how much I paid. And I was like, she makes like $100,000 a month just from her OnlyFans on top of everything else she does. And I was like, what a beautiful life. I mean, I think sex work is real work and it is lucrative work. Oh, And and it's not for everybody, but like, my God, what a treat. If you can hack it, then perfect. And it's like, there is something nice and poetic about it. Like, um, being the oldest job in the world. And then also mm-hmm. it's like, it happens to make you a lot of money. <laughs> so much fucking money. And I mean, I, I couldn't do what she does because it's a lot of upkeep. Like sure. she'll post, you know, videos of her getting her lips done and the Botox and her nails and the hair extensions. Uh-huh. And I'm like, my God, this is like a second job, but I guess it's Would part of the first it? job. It is part of the first job. You, so you're saying you wouldn't, you wouldn't start an OnlyFans. Uh, no, I think it's a lot of work. Like if you could, if you could do like pole dancing exclusives, that, that could be fun. See that I wouldn't do because pole dancing's for me and yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah. great at it, but I wouldn't want to monetize this like sure. fun hobby that I have. Makes sense. But good for you for having these boundaries solidly down. Like that's, that's something that I don't think I have. I don't know what my boundaries are in anything. Mm hmm. 
<laughs> and so I think that's going to like bite me in the ass someday soon. I don't think so. I think with boundaries, you just kind of like learn mm-hmm. and like you do, like you say yes enough until you're like, Oh, I don't think this works for me. Like my, um, I got an email from my publicist who was like, mm-hmm. would you like to do this podcast? They record at 8 AM. And I was like, Oh no. No. That's my hard boundary. I can't hop on a Zoom at 8 a.m. Yeah. No. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so uh, I think a lot of 2020 and like the end. No, it was like mostly 2020 was me learning how to be like, no, this isn't worth it. No, I don't want to do this. Uh, here's where I draw a line. And it's it's been nice. But you've been working for like, 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 would you would you say that it took you a while to get to that place? Because I'm, I'm, I'm constantly yeah. in a place. Yeah, I'm constantly like, I shouldn't be saying yes to this, and yet here I am. Um, yeah. This not included, of course. But sometimes when it's like, <laughs> will you do this? Will you do this? Like, um, you know, speaker series for this thing? I'm like, I don't. Uh, sure, why mm-hmm. not? And it always ends up. It it always starts from a place of full ambivalence and being like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't care. And then once I'm there and doing it, I'm like, I shouldn't have said yes to this. Yes. Yeah, uh, my therapist said she was like, no good deed goes unpunished. Right. So like when you think you're being nice and then you're miserable doing this thing that you're doing to be nice, it's like, were you nice to yourself? Yeah. No. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah, it's like, it's hard to, to say no and it feels shitty, but like, you feel better not doing the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it did it did take a while for me to learn. But now that I've learned, uh, not to say that like I'm always correct and I'm always like, you know, throwing out that no all the time. Sometimes mm-hmm. I say yes and then I'm like, oh boy, why? <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. But it does, you know, make life uh, a little, a little easier. Wait, I have a question. Nora from Queens, is that coming back? Can it's come. It's coming back. I can all. All I can say is that it's. We're doing a second season. Okay. Well, you're very I don't, I don't, funny on it. Oh, thanks, Nicole. You're so thanks. funny, and it's really lovely to see you fucking bloom, or not even bloom. It's like you were bloomed, and now people are picking the flower, being like, "Have you guys seen this flower?" And it's like, "Yeah, bitch, we've been seeing it." Oh my god, <laughs> Nicole, coming from you, that that means a lot. Um. Yeah, I like, look, I love what you say about, I think you said this on Solomon's episode or Patty's episode. You were like, you maintain that 2020 was a good year. (laughs) Just minus some things. Minus some things. It was, (laughs) no. And then of course it's like, the millions of people have suffered in deep ways. Yeah. Um, I'm like, I'm over here just counting like all like my blessings, I guess. I'm just like, oh, like even like a significant other not existing aside, like I like I, I'm lucky with with what I'm doing. Yeah. I also feel very, very, very fucking lucky and privileged to be able to be like, I yes, I can stay afloat doing podcasts where mm-hmm. like people have like lost their jobs and yes. their homes and Whew. The the only sort of consequential thing of the Senate being 50-50 and Kamala breaking the tie is that, like, state and federal funding gets determined at that level. And, like, mm-hmm. Democrats will overwhelmingly, like, just favor, like, more funding, whatever, more government funding. But um, mm-hmm. I don't know if – I don't know what it means for I'm, – I'm too – I will just say I'm too dumb to be explaining this to anybody. I am also super <laughs> dumb with shit like that because I was like, how come – like a dead man with like rotting hands is the person who like decides things. Yeah. The Mitch yeah. McConnell man. And right. I, I still don't really understand. Is he still in, like, is he still a powerful? I don't understand. Does he go yeah. somewhere? No, he just becomes the min- the minority leader now. And he's supposed oh. to just represent like what the Republican sort of like point of view is. Ah, yeah, so there, there are, like, politics experts listening to this who, like, are fucking hating like, us. Like, furious. They're like, what the <laughs> fuck? These people know nothing. But here's another question. Like, why do politicians make, a, like, a lot of money? Or do they not make a lot of money from the government and they make money from other business things that they do? Like, So that that's what it is, is that they don't make that much money from the government, but they get a ton of cash from, like, lobbying groups and stuff. And, and that goes directly to, to them? 
I mean, essentially, yeah. I mean, it's it's a whole racket. It's like, wait, is our government money. a scam? Baby, yeah. It's 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 <laughs> it's been been the whole time. But I yeah. Again, I I can't even. I can't even confidently say this to you because I don't know anything about anything. Mm, me either. <laughs> We're just two little dummies talking on Zoom. We know nothing about the government. How about you? <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Nicole. Wow. Yes. I, I really, I really hope that um Something happens this year. I, I say it every year for, mm-hmm. for myself, for my friends. Like, I say this to Ego all the time. I'm like, this is this is it. Like, this is, I, I feel mm-hmm. it for you. One terrifying thing that happened uh, a month ago was she was like, Bowen, set me up with someone. I was like, okay, let me look through my contacts. Um, and the first place I went to was my Instagram contacts. I went through my Instagram follows, mm-hmm. and it was all cis gay men. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I can't help her at all. All because I I don't talk to str- that many straight people uh-huh. and men forget it so I I don't I, I basically all I'm, all I'm saying is like I think like we're we're aware of the parameters more than we were before mm-hmm. hopefully and that we will overcome whatever like obstacles are in our way. Listen, 2021, I'm finding an emotionally available man or person, doesn't really, I don't, whatever. Um, And they're going to be really great. And it's going to last for however long it lasts. Bowen, I see it for you. An emotionally available man will be there to like love you, fuck you, uh, cheer you on, um, wipe your glasses when they get dirty. Yes. (laughs) So you can see him clearly, honey. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I see it for us. I see it for Ego. I'm a texter when we get done. It'd be like, yes. bitch, we talked about you. We see it for you in 2021. It's yep. going to be magical. I can't wait. Uh, we just got to get them little vaccines rolling. You Come know? On. Yep. And All right. That's it. Um, Bowen, we have come to the end yes. and I ask people this question all the time on the podcast, but would you date me? 1000% yes. Yes. It, no question. You. We would, I mean, there are certain people and it doesn't really have that much to do with how long I've known them or how well we know each other. But like you, my friend Sudi Green, like people who are just like, oh, we would be like such a great couple in terms of like all of the domestic aspects of mm-hmm. it that I'm like, yes. And that's enough. I love it. <laughs> I would also date you. Thank you. Bowen, do you have anything you want to promote before we leave? I want to promote um, Discovery Plus where you can watch all of 90 Day Fiance. <laughs> the universe. I have Discovery Plus, and let me tell you, it's fun. Okay. I might do it. I might do it. I, I did it. It's six ninety nine. But here's the thing. It's all of the 90 Day Universe, but also it's all of HGTV, baby. Oh, great. So I've been watching that, TLC. It's been a nice time. I, I like it. Lovely. See, I'm sold. I've been watching House Hunters Renovation, and last night there was... A lady with her two friends. So it was a, a thruple of people, a non-sexual uh-huh. thruple who was looking to move into a house together that they could renovate so they could have drum circle sessions. <laughs> and when I tell you, I laughed the hardest I've ever laughed during that episode. <laughs> oh, wait. I was just cackling. Also, there was another episode where there was this couple looking for a house in Sherman Oaks. And they were like, He's a web designer who's a straight shooter and she's quirky. And then you see her using like a Tostito as like a magnifying glass. And I was like, that's quirky. <laughs> I she love House Hunter oh, Renovations. Perfect. Come I gotta watch. On, quirky. Well, <laughs> That's it for this episode of Oh, Why Won't You Date Me? If you liked it, you can subscribe, you can rate it, you can leave me a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. And if you write me something dirty, I will read it aloud. 
Um, I don't know if I read this one yet, but okay. Hey, I thought I'd share this little dirty thought. I want to put a green troll costume and watch from the vents as you masturbate without you knowing. And as you start to orgasm, jump over you straddling and screaming. You have to pay the troll toll. Then watch your face fluctuate between pleasure and horror. I mean... Where are you masturbating where there's a vent overhead? That's my I guess question. in my I guess they they think I have vents in my room. B- above you though? Oh. No, I don't think there's any vents above me. Oh no, I do. I have one vent above me there. Great, so great. I guess they know what my room looks like. Ah! <laughs> okay, bye-bye. Bye. That's it for Why Won't You Date Me with me, Nicole Byer. Why Won't You Date Me is produced and engineered by, oh, the sweetest woman I know, Marissa Melnick. It is executive produced by other wonderful people, Adam Sachs, Joanna Solotaroff, and Jeff Ross. Thanks for listening. I love you. Thank you so much. We'll be seeing you next Friday with a brand new episode. What a treat. What a dream. <laughs> This has been a Team Coco production. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader, like that car riding your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at tmobile.com/network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com.